0: I don't know if you've heard the statistics lately or you've read them, but one statistic states that only 17% of children ages 13 through 14 believe that we are born into sin and need a savior. I was shocked. There are so many ways to bring Jesus into everyday interaction with your little ones to prepare them to stay strong in faith. And as parents, it's our job to incorporate Jesus as much as possible. So, let's talk about connecting our children's hearts and minds to Christ, and cultivate a culture of love and faith that will last a lifetime.
1: We all know that parenting is hard work, and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you, so let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Last week, I talked about how to connect little ones' hearts to Christ, how to prepare that soil to be rich. And today, I'm going to share a few ways to demonstrate love for your child and care for your child that connects their hearts and minds to Christ as well. Well, first, we could write love notes and place them in their lunchbox. I'm sure you've done that before. If you haven't, it's a great thing to do when they go to school and they see that little love note. You can just simply say, Mommy and Jesus love you or send a love note from Jesus using words in his Bible. My kids used to love that. Mom, look at the note I got from Jesus today. And of course they knew it was from me, but it still felt like it came from Jesus. When your children come home, even teenagers and young ones, ask open-ended questions about their day at school, or maybe a play date they had, or whatever occasion that they're coming home from. What made you happy today, or, what did you do to be kind today? How did the person react when you were kind to them? Were you able to talk about Jesus today? If so, how did you? Did you make a new friend? Can you tell me about your new friend? I love that question because this will allow you to tell them, hey, okay, so your new friend likes the color blue or likes to play soccer. Is there any way you can tell them about how you love playing soccer and how God had given you the talents and the gifts to play soccer? Offer them opportunities to bring Christ into the conversation. Or how did Jesus help you at school today? Was there a time you were sad and and you said a prayer and he made you feel better? How were you brave today? How was your teacher today? Was your teacher nice? Was your teacher sad? Was your teacher happy? What new thing did you learn today? Or what new thing did you learn about Jesus today, especially if your children attend a Christian school? What was your least favorite thing about today? What was your favorite thing about today? You get the point. So many questions. Another way to demonstrate your love for your child and and to bring Jesus into the situation is make their birthday a very special, special day. I know we try to do that, but maybe go a little bit above and beyond. As soon as they open up their eyes, sing happy birthday, be really excited. Just make sure they know that you are so excited that it's their birthday and that it's the day God chose to have them come to earth and for them to be your child and how much you thank God that they're your child. And make sure the goodie bags that day are filled with various Christian themed trinkets and candy. Or make them the king or the queen for the day and let them be served and tell them this is how we are to serve others. At the end of the day, discuss what they learn from family members of how to be a servant. The goal is to generate an atmosphere of active service with a side benefit of giving everyone a day to experience being served. Also, this goes without saying, but never lie. And I know sometimes we fib, but try never to fib. Try not to break a promise to your child. They desire and deserve honesty and loyalty from you so that they know that they can trust everything you say and do to be true. Always give your full attention when listening to what they're saying and try to remain at eye level with your little ones. That just shows them respect. If you want your children to learn how to be respectful, you have to show them how to be respectful. Establishing a mutual responsive relationship is powerful. It's important because being responsive to each other is just not what makes a parent-toddler relationship strong. It's what makes every relationship strong in our lives. And never act as if you're too tired or too busy, even if you are. These times we spend with our children go by so fast. Before you know it, they're 16. They're young adults. I always often say, where's my little ones? I miss them. I would give anything to spend one more day holding my five-year-old's hand or or listening to my eight-year-old son tell me a story. If you don't listen to the small stuff now, they will not tell you the big stuff later. I always listened, took the time to listen to my children and to understand their feelings no matter what I was doing. And, as they got older, when they were teenagers, they would talk with me. They would tell me things that were happening in their lives or things they were struggling with. And always be a good listener, because that is so important. Listen more and talk less when you have teenagers. Give lots of kisses, gentle touches, and hugs, and tell them that you and Jesus love them. I still put the sign of the cross on my thirty year old son's head and my my thirty two year old son and my thirty year old daughter's head. And I bless them in the name of Jesus to keep them safe. And now they do that back to me. It's these little things that organically you do day by day, moment by moment when they're young and you keep doing it and you never stop doing it because you want them to know that Jesus is the most important thing in your life and he becomes the most important thing in their lives. Always show praise for what they do or simply trying to do their best. And tell them that Jesus is watching and he is happy that they tried their very best. And give them correction and compliments instead of criticism. You know, the Gospels rarely show Jesus telling a character to behave. He usually commends them for their faith. Or he will express disappointment for lack of faith. Display their artwork. I framed some of my children's artwork, which still hangs in my home today. I enjoy looking at them more than I did before because I recall those priceless special moments. And you know what? My 30-year-old children, who one's getting ready to get married here soon, and the other one will be right after her, they will see what I've done for them in their lives and how I still display that artwork. And they're going to be able to raise their children to have that love for Christ and Know that mom loves them and Jesus loves them because this is what they've learned their whole life, daily, biblically, living out the gospel, every day, moment by moment. Always listen to their point of view and teach them how to disagree without being disagreeable. Tell them that Jesus had disagreements with those he loved. And for little ones, try to say yes more than no. You can also do that yes sandwich. For example, if your child says, mommy, can we go to the park? I want to go to the park right now. You can say, yes, son, we can go to the park. As soon as mom is done feeding your baby sister and after her nap, yes, we can go to the park then. Your child hears the yes more than the no. Instead of saying, no, we can't go. I have to feed the baby. Smile often, hold hands often, pray often, and be the last to let go of an embrace with your child. And tell them a hundred times a day that you love them. Remind them to say their prayers. I still tell my children every night, good night, I love you. I have to text them because they don't live here anymore, but I text them, good night, I love you. Don't forget to say your prayers. These are just a few things that you can do day by day, moment by moment, to bring Christ and biblical principles and godly wisdom into the lives of your children that will last a lifetime. And this is how we all work together to raise
1: strong Christian kids. Do you hope and pray your child will have a strong foundation in Jesus? Are you afraid they will fall away due to the ever increasing rejection of Christianity? 40% of children walk away from their faith during elementary and middle school. What can you do to help instill godly morals and biblical principles that will last a lifetime? Listen to the Raising Christian Kids podcast, a weekly 10 to 15 minute long podcast for parents, grandparents, teachers, ministry leaders, and all who are raising the next generation of warriors for Christ. Let's be equipped and empowered. After all, it is about the salvation of our children and the preservation of Christianity. For more information, visit us at RaisingChristianKids.com.